In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit, you need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is gonna, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet emanating from, apparently, the 1920s Grapes of Wrath Dust Bowl. I don't know. Uh, I had to drive through central Nebraska, and it was not not nice out there. Uh, I am your host, Detective Mark Sparks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting, starting off. District Attorney Vincent K. Fay, what's going on, man? How are you? You had to drive through central Nebraska, and it was not great there, huh? It was not. No. I couldn't. It's like, almost like one of us has to live in that dust bowl. I'd say has to or chooses to. Chooses to. It's a beautiful house in the middle of nowhere. It's fantastic. Yeah, it is a beautiful house. I agree. But, uh, but no, yeah, from, what, what was it? It was about Aurora to almost york uh no to past york almost lincoln it, yeah, york york to um seward on the interstate my family calls the vortex uh it can be a beautiful day and it will still be windy and miserable in there if there's dust moving at all there will be massive amounts of it between york and seward this uh, was your phone than... will drop during that area it's it's a horrible, horrible i i didn't have any phone issues um this was worse than i've ever seen it the dust was so thick uh we had less than a quarter mile visibility right yeah it that was, doesn't surprise me in the least it was so it was nuts we we got out at york uh to to uh get something to drink and and eat real quick and i was like holy fucking Oklahoma grapes of wrath. What the fuck is yeah, this? This is uh, it, it's a uh, the drought is strong with these ones. Yes. Um, also joining us too. from up north, RCMP JLB. What's going on, man? It goes, it goes, guys. Um, yeah, that whole foggy weather does not sound fun. Is that just always in Central Nebraska? Uh, it's not fog. This it is, is not dust. fog. This is dust. This is this is dirt. Dust. Dirt flying dirt. in the air. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. This is it. I, I jokingly said Grapes of Wrath. You want a picture of it? Watch the movie Grapes of Wrath that's about <laughs> the 1920s Dust Bowl. Um, John Steinbeck, you really think JLB's cultured enough to know no. Steinbeck? No, ouch, not. Um, I've heard of it, <laughs> <laughs> not, not the Veggie Tales version yes. of Grapes of Wrath. Not <clears throat> these are the grapes of wrath. We never take a bath. Sorry, but that's also, but uh, b- before we went live, I was uh, showing uh, my co-hosts here that I have a I have an addiction. I have a problem right now. I have a problem, and um, it just seems to be getting worse. I mean, in in defense, it's not like people couldn't tell. 
based on your wall behind you. That's yeah. true. I usually try to limit myself to just one or maybe two a you week. You done failed a day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this, was, this was a failure. It was. I done failed. Um, but... But I had to, so I will be I mean, probably blissfully opening. You it. had to, or you chose to? I I had no choice. There was no you, choice in this matter. In Definitely defense, I will say that rather than watch NXT, I let one of my um oh you missed a great NXT addictions then. occur because today because I didn't get to see it last night. I was busy, but today. Rather than watch it, I watched a Ghostbusters marathon. Oh, okay. So, did you, did you get all the way up like, to the newest one, Afterlife? No, I just watched the first two and made cookies. Two. And mm. uh, is it really a marathon if it's only two movies? Well, it's four hours of movie time, so that's fair. Why are you opening Which, it? What are you letting doing? breathe? What are you letting breathe? Is this is this Lex? This Sexy is Lex Lexi? Luger. Yep. I let them all breathe. Well, almost breathe. all. Yeah. Gotta let it breathe. So both of you let it breathe. I, I thought there was someone on this podcast that actually just chose. Well, you he, obviously there's, not. There's I see all your wrestlers in the back. There's some. There's he some has he done. has not. Yeah, there's a few. Ooh. I've got I've got a CM Punk over here. I've got my Sting collection one over there. And I've got, uh, you probably can't see it, but behind me I've got a Cody uh, LJN that I, I didn't. Uh, for the most part, I, I'd like to let him breathe for two reasons. Number one, uh, oh, first, before, before we get too far into this, hi, Ambrosia. Hey, Ambrosia. Did you kick his ass in some, uh, in some Tetris today? No, uh, we both tied on Jeopardy. They tied on Jeopardy. I beat her. I, I, beat, just... one, I beat her in one game, and she—oh, well, she didn't technically win either, but I completely lost the second round. So, I mean, I feel like you and Jeopardy doesn't really. Wow, just calling me idiots all kinds, trying to use the nicest way to call me an idiot, huh? Don't know Grapes of Wrath. I feel like Jeopardy is in your game. I mean, if Jeez. I said Steinbeck, could you name another Steinbeck novel other than Grapes of Wrath? Because I already gave you that I, one. Uh, I could uh, honestly, I, I know he's an author and I know he's like, has a lot of like classics, but I can honestly not know. Just because I don't know authors. I mean, there's mean one you've likely on. read in school as long as your school is not like. It's not My Men. Mice and Men. That would uh, be mice and one. Men is one. Yes. Oh snap! Okay. It's one of so, one of many. Yeah. I mean, he's one of many. Here's the the thing is his I, best novel is Grapes of Wrath, though it's significantly better than of Mice and Men. Really? Okay. Yeah. As a novel. Fair. I will uh, um, open up my winter, Kindle. And winter of our discontent is exceptional, but that's Steinbeck was my dad's favorite author. And so we always had Steinbeck books around the house. Um, but yeah. Um, but he's generally always family. Ooh, I forgot Travels with Charlie. Mm-hmm. Grapes of Wrath of Mice and Men in Dubious Battle. East of Eden, which uh, eventually got turned into an That's excellent James Dean movie. Shit, how did I miss that one? 
That is, um, that might be actually be better than Grapes of Wrath. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Grapes of Wrath is so good as a novel. Did they? They made that into. They didn't make that into a film. I feel like that was also a film. No, Grapes of Wrath was a film. Yes. Yeah. So it was yes. with uh, uh, Henry Ford. I believe Grapes of Wrath was Henry Ford. I, it's been so long since I've seen the movie. And now some of those could be better done today. Um, of yeah. mice and men, I, I really think the the I mean, um, oh, John Malkovich version is exceptional, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the John Malkovich, uh, uh of mice that you could not make today, it would be um, considered too mean. Oh, there's so much, yeah, it'd be canceled for sure in today's yeah. day and age Absolutely. it would be a great movie to make today yep. it's just henry ford in in grapes of wrath directed by john ford phenomenal it's been a long time since. now as, as movies go i think the malkovich version of this movie uh, was 1940 uh the grapes of wrath movie Probably, yeah. probably, yeah, that's better. I mean, the uh, book was 1939. So. He was not like, not well liked on the East Coast. The Pearl, see, yeah, brush in on this. Yeah, okay. I, I, you said oh, East this cover is very familiar too. You said East of Eden's been a movie. Yeah, uh, I've never a, seen the movie version. What a John uh, James Dean's movies. Um, I've never seen it. I didn't in fact, it's kind of the movie that uh, came out in 1955. Launched James Dean. Um, it. I mean, it didn't. He had already been in another movie, but it was like kind of the one that Julie Harris, James him. Dean, and Raymond Massey. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Uh, his performance. I would bet. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, and then he did. Those are the uh, types of novels they don't make into movies anymore. You know. Um, I have argued with numerous people on whether or not the Orwell uh, 1984 is worth a crap as a movie. It was horrible, the British cover, British movie, I thought. Um, the book is a bajillion times better. Why are we talking culture on a, on a Yeah, I don't podcast? know. Um, <laughs> also, just so everyone uh, knows, I will also be opening these tonight. All of them? Yes. I feel like, because I'm only going to open one pack in my hanger. Box. Well, but your one pack has 15 cards. My uh, Jesus Christ. entire a box has card 16 <laughs> cards. Okay. Um, no, Did you buy those along cards. with all the action now, I had action these from there? before. Okay. I chose not mm-hmm. to buy any more cards this week because I was buying shit tons of action figures. So, um, I'm going to debate. I may keep the Sammy Guevara inbox. I haven't decided. <laughs> um, anyways, let's talk wrestling uh, this wrestling. week. Um, so. These are all the grapes. What, what, what happened this week <laughs> in wrestling? What happened? Uh, hmm. Ray made more cryptic statements on SmackDown. Um. We still don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Which is exactly I still think it's six want. personalities of him. I did not enjoy the music playing while he was talking, though. I did not get why they made that a thing. It just didn't work for me. At first, it was fine, but I felt like the volume was too high, and it kind of was like just kind of all over. It was his theme song. I get it. Whatever. But it was just pointless to me. 
especially when it got louder. And I'm like, why are you getting louder? This is not working. Yeah. I'm not intrigued anymore. I'm not hooked. Like, I want to hear him speak, especially people like Bray Wyatt. This guy has such... He's just, he's a, he's, he has such great wording as a wordsmith. So like, I want to hear him. I want to hear what he has to say. Fuck his theme song. Cancel that shit. So his promo took away a little bit away because of the music for me, but you know, still pretty cryptic, I guess. I, uh, that promo was fine. Um, I will say that I'm not as big of a fan of, uh, his new music. Um, yeah, I fair. really, I wish they would have brought back the old Bray music, but that's me. Um, you know, whatevs, I guess. Whatevs. I guess. Um, Kermit the Frog. Uh, oh, the big mm. thing this week, we talked about it a bit on Tuesday night, uh, when we were doing our, uh, our fantasy uh, booking, fantasy booking, um, but Hangman Page. Okay. It's now, yeah, he, I mean, it was a concussion, a severe concussion. He is um, going in the concussion protocol. We will not see him on TV until he clears concussion protocol. And here's, if they're smart, a little bit longer, right? Let Just let him, let him heal, right? Same thing yeah. with Adam Cole. His concussion, you know, just let him, let him heal. The last thing we need in this year where uh, the NFL is getting lit up on a regular basis over their uh, failures in concussion, concussion protocol, protocol. Uh, the last thing we need is AEW to push too fast for anyone. You've got, you've got a lot of stars that you can type, tap into uh, to cover during this time. And I don't know. Maybe... This this is this is a wild thought. Maybe you let the women wrestle a bit more. Ah, uh, uh, I like it. Just maybe. Who would speak such words? Just you know, it's just, I mean, like we've seen Abaddon, I think, on Dynamite twice, maybe three times. She's been on Dark a lot. Yeah, and tis like the season to have TV. Abaddon on TV. Yeah, fucking have Abaddon on TV, right? Yeah. Um, and have her just rip through people. Abaddon rip through the bunny. Abaddon rip through uh, Kira Hogan, Julia Hart. Or no, Mostly have a match because I don't want you to have. Yeah, but I also want you to have a legitimate match, though. Don't give me a fucking squash. I'm not match saying either. it's not. It, it has to be a squash, but it's still you have her rip through, you know, because mm. uh, you need to. You have someone who I think has a le very legitimate uh, chance of being a cultural touchstone for this company. You know what I mean? Uh, stand out mm -hmm. in Abaddon. Something that no other company has. Uh, let her do it. Let her come out and be the creepy. You know, she had that one match uh, with Hikaru Shida, and they told the story with the match with Hikaru Shida that Hikaru Shida didn't know what to do with her. 
right? And was basically scared. Um, that's what you need to do. She's She is literally the Undertaker. You know, the supernatural character that that you can use in that exact same way um if you let her letting sting breathe next i gotta tell you though um wwe knows how to do packaging better and by wwe i mean fucking what is it what company they use now mattel um Jazz where it's packed. What, because you can't open it? <laughs> no, I can't. You just you almost have to destroy the package to to get uh, an AEW figure out. Uh, whereas the WWE figures, you can get out without just making the package look absolutely messed up. Um, right. Because even though, I, you know, like I say, I, I want them to breathe... I, I firmly believe that action figures are toys, and toys are meant to be played with, meant to be displayed, meant to be shown off. That's what um, she said. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. That's what she said. Um, and But the other thing, and I've said this before, um, collectors need people like me. Yes, they do. Because if everyone bought their action figures and kept them all pristine in their thing, then they'd never go up in value. Yep, that's fair. Um, so they should be thanking me. Oh no, I broke it! Stings in two pieces now. He broke his back? His back is broken? You son of a yeah, bitch. Spinal. First Seth Rollins, now you? God damn it. It's it's spinal. 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 Okay, he's back. He's fine. I broke oh, my back. My back is broken. My back is broken. Spinal. spinal. Fucking Tyson. Such a great interview. <laughs> what? Your back uh, is broken right now? Like like the vertebrae? Yeah, spinal. Spinal. Um, that reminds me. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. He's he's a comedian who uh, has gone on to be in uh, UFC fights. I think it is. Okay. Um, God, okay. I gotta find this. Um, and he was being entered after uh, interviewed after his MMA fight. Uh, uh, and he says, he says, uh, you know, to his next opponent, so and so in Sacramento, I'm gonna come into your house and I'm gonna murder you. And the interviewer's like, You mean in the ring, right? He goes, No, in real life. <laughs> uh, it was, it was the best. I gotta see if I can find the video. Off the cuff, folks. This is what happens when we talk off the cuff. Yep. And one of our hosts, co-hosts, has ADD galore. One of them? One of them? 
Uh, you do too. It's true. We all do. I do as well. Yeah. Yeah. You're We're trying just... to deflect away from you. Uh, but it's bad. Spinal. Spinal. ADD went all the way to my spine. It's spinal. Oh, geez. Um, it broke my back. My back is broken. My back hurts. Spinal. Um, well, while you're looking for that kind of wrestling related, I did watch Black Adam. Okay, and, give us a review. Uh, give you a little teeny tiny review. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm uh, totally a fan of The Rock being or Dwayne Johnson being Black Adam. I thought the supporting actors were uh, better than Dwayne was. Dwayne had his moments, but uh, I don't know. Supporting actors the, make great superhero movies. It's I'm just a proven fact. I mean, Piers Brosnan, okay? Hate that guy. But in this movie, he was about the glue that held everything together. You're going to mute him because he said he hates Piers Brosnan? Yes. Who is the best John, or the best... He's not the best James, James Bond. You shut your face. This James Bond behind Sean Connery blows yeah. Roger Moore out of the water. Don't even bring up George Lazenby. Amen. <laughs> Fuck George. Didn't Lazenby. he only do like one. two James one. Bonds? Or one. one? I think George Lazenby did one. And then they brought back Sean Connery because he sucked. I guess I'm special. Roger Moore was brought in because James Connery was getting too old. Sean Connery, yeah. Sean Connery. Sean Con- yeah, I'm sure. James Sean. Connery's his son. <laughs> I don't even know and, if that's his son's um, name. Sean, but, you know. Sean Connery um, still looked younger than, than Roger Moore did. Damn. Well, George and then Lazenby. there was like a 10, 12-year hiatus before we had Pierce Brosnan, well, who because, was better than Daniel Craig, but Daniel Craig wasn't bad. So, I'm not mad. Like, so Daniel Craig is better. You, 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 no. No, he was not, and I will fight you on that. I, I In real life. Um, <laughs> Still waiting for that Braun Benny's match, Mister. This is this, I'm I'm shooting here. I will I will fly up there in real life and punch you. Uh, Daniel Daniel Craig is not Bond. He does good movies. They're fucking great action movies, but they're not James Bond. He's they're Bond. Not. He orders the same martini. No, shake no. and not stir. Damn it! Doesn't matter. Fucking thousands of people order that. How yeah? How many people order a sh- a stirred martini? I'm just mm-hmm. with his gadgets. He doesn't have gadget. He has. Gadgets. Q has the gadgets. No, time. and and fucking Daniel Craig has almost no gadgets. Right? Seriously, uh, but he's also the movies. he's also Look doing at, the he's also keep in mind he is doing the first two. He's doing the early the early in in. Uh, in Fleming. Fleming novels that had lots of gadgets in them. I understand. I'm just <laughs> no. Here's the like, deal: they, when they, they started with Doctor No, they skipped like six books. Yeah, I've read them all. I know exactly what it is. And and the uh, Casino Royale still had gadgets in it. You know why? Because Ian Fleming was a former British. A special forces, a secret service agent, a spot. <laughs> you do <laughs> <a> fucking, <laughs> um, and so he wrote these books, knowing exactly what sorts of shit the British government was making up for their spies. 
There are gadgets right. in all of them it, up until Daniel Craig comes along, and he's got no fucking gadgets, right? He had this, the, the yeah, thing to shock his heart, um, but that was in the car, and that was basically the only thing in the car. You know, car didn't have machine guns, it didn't have fucking ejector seats, it didn't have oil slick behind it. It turn invisible. Yeah, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. Didn't it like turn invisible? I mean, he was the first one to have the invisible car, but it could turn invisible. I mean, that's pretty gadgety. Fucking uh, Pierce Brosnan had a car that he could drive by remote from his phone. He sat in the back seat of it, laying down, driving it by remote on his phone. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, here's the important thing. I, I do want to point out that um, in this entire conversation, we've entirely ignored Timothy Dalton's bond. Because fuck Timothy Dalton's bond. <laughs> there really are two exceptional, one okay... I feel the way you're talking about Daniel Craig, I feel like you're not giving him enough credit, but no, um, he's just not bond. And the biggest one is I, you know, as a person who read the books, the books are very clear on describing what James Bond is supposed to look like. Uh, You're going to go after the blonde hair. Oh, blonde hair is one of them. He's also, he's also supposed to be relatively skinny and suave. And Daniel Craig was none of those. Ah, uh, Daniel what? Craig was Jason Bourne. How how are you gonna feel about uh, Idris Elba if he's a Bond? Uh, slightly better, <laughs> it's gonna... but it's probably not gonna happen. But at least then, it's a it's a total change of thing. Now here's the they could have made me a little happier, and then they fucked it up by just saying that Bond is a code name, right? That when you're the Agent Seven. You get, you get named James Bond, James Bond and then uh, you become 007 once you have, have your second kill and you get your license to kill. And uh, now you're <laughs> 007 James Bond. But no, in the movie, they show his ancestral home and that has a big name on the front that says Bond, right? So they made it canon in the movie that his actual name is James Bond and he is James Bond. <laughs> Which also makes it really hard to justify how there have been uh, three different M's, um, two different Q's, uh, and multiple different James Bonds over the year. Uh, Oh, and multiple money pennies. Uh, And all you had to do was just say, it's the code name. That's how it's existed since the 60s, is it's the code name. You okay, bud? It'll be I'm all right. Calm. I'm calm. <laughs> I'm okay. I'll be fine. But yeah, um, with that said, Piers Brosnan, uh, Daniel Brosnan, Craig, second best man, James Bond, and Sean Connery. Piers Brosnan fucking rules. I you mean, was... I, I just really he... loved Goldeneye. <laughs> and uh, what is it? The day after tomorrow? Not the day after tomorrow. Uh... Yeah, Goldeneye and like tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow I never think. dies. Uh, but Goldeneye was an instant fucking classic, and that might have been also been due because of the fucking game and how the game played really into the 
what the movie had and all that and so on. You know, Pierce Brosnan yeah, was supposed to be Bond back in the 80s. And uh, he had a TV show called Remington Steel. And he wasn't allowed to get out of the TV show to play Bond. Um, oh, wow. They waited for him. <laughs> and and uh, wow, yeah, the TV really show did. Remington Steel was kind of... It wasn't a Bond ripoff, but it kind of was. It was about an author who wrote a series of spy novels about this spy named Remington Steele. And then one day, the spy actually shows up at her house. Uh Um, But one of the things was he was required to, in the show, wear tuxedos. And uh, James Bond, the the producers, the Broccoli's... uh, have, have very clear when they sign someone to be James Bond, it's in the contract that they're not allowed to wear a tuxedo in anything else they appear in during their time as Bond. Um, mm. So they they can wear parts of a tuxedo as long as, like, their shirt's unbuttoned, the tie's off, you know, things like that. Uh, but they cannot be in a full tuxedo while they're Bond. Uh, fun fun uh, uh, side note, the uh, Barbara Broccoli, the producer of the James Bond movies that's uh, still around, the Broccoli family, because this is my brain, right? Broccoli family. ADD is fucked, this, this <laughs> yes, podcast yes. is. Uh, the Broccoli family, the name Broccoli, they're not named after the food. The food's named after them. It's the family that invented Broccoli. And then they did the James Bond movies. So Damn. That is a fun fact. Yes. Um, but so he couldn't get out of his contract. He, he had to stay and continue to play Remington Steele. Uh, and then years later, after Timothy Dalton sucked it up for two movies, three movies, I think it was just two, uh, they were finally able to get. Now, I will give Roger Moore. I mean, he's the fourth best James Bond. (laughs) Sparks would call him the third best James Bond. Well, yeah, because Daniel Craig wouldn't be uh, Daniel Craig wouldn't be on the Bond list. No, nope, he can't pick not. Daniel Craig. <laughs> he's not. Um, oh lordy! I can't find the clip of the act, the MMA fighter. I'll have to look it up later. I had it on my phone. I texted it to a, to someone. Let me see if I can copy. Now here's a really hot take. You ready? Doctor knows the best, but James Bond movie. It's so good. It is good. It it it's more of the suspense thriller though. You don't get to see all the action. There's not nearly as much action in that one. I love that movie. I've honestly only watched nineties Bond on so You I haven't know. watched Doctor No, you haven't watched Sean Connery and I've watched bits and pieces, but I haven't watched a full fledged Sean Connery. Honestly. Um, I was never necessarily big on Bond, um, you know, but people do keep telling me Dr. No was more of like a thriller, more so than like an action. A lot of suspense. Yeah, there wasn't nearly as much. There was action. Don't get me wrong. He's in Dr. No's base and gets out. Right. Dr. No's the first moron to try and set him up for death and walk away. Oh, you'll die slowly. (laughs) (laughs) But no, duly noted. I uh, I will maybe check it out. Um, everything's Blu-ray. Everything's all Blu-ray up now too. So 
I won't feel like I hate watching old movies, but now it's all going to be like fancy. I did really like From Russia with Love. Really? Um, Isn't that a Roger Moore? Nope, that's Sean Connery. It's his second movie. Yep. Um, Maybe I'm thinking Octopussy. That's that's Roger. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're always thinking of Octopussy. Well, if I could get eight at a time, I would. Yeah. Um, Goldfinger is most people's favorite. Uh, I can't really argue with it. I did like You Only Live Twice because it had the whole James Bond is dead, but he's not actually dead. Um, we, we'll ignore On Her Majesty's Secret Service because that was fucking George Lazenby. And uh, we don't like George Lazenby. Then Diamonds Are Forever was... Uh, uh, it was, yeah, uh, Connery back. Then we had the Roger Moore series. There we go. Live and Let Die, Man with the Golden Gun, Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker. Moonraker might be... Good flick. I, it might be my least favorite, James Bond. Really? Um, uh, it, it tried to do a sci-fi and it took me out of it. So, I don't know. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't hate. Tried to do a sci-fi. He gets launched into fucking space. Half of the thing is. It's like Leprechaun in space. Like a, 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 you know, him out in in a space station battling people. Um, Furry Eyes Only was not, not bad. Octopussy wasn't bad, but. Uh, but then you had View to the Kill, Living Daylights, and License to Kill. That was three. Uh, License to Kill Timothy was also Dalton. very popular. No? It sucked. It blew. It was Timothy Dalton. <laughs> I take it back. I think the Living Daylights was my least favorite James Bond movie. Anyways, then you had GoldenEye, Tomorrow Never Dies, World Is Not Enough, and Die Another Day. With... Every one of which was good. Yep, every single one yep. of them. Fire, right? Fucking. And people said, "Oh, he's not. He's not a tough guy enough." Shut up. James Bond was well, because, yeah, to be a he's tough not guy. a tough guy. He That's the gadgets, thing. Like he's a, a fucking bitch. spy. He's supposed to be sneaky yeah. and hide and stealthy and, and exactly. Part of the fact is he gets out of the bad situations after fucking letting people know that he's not sneaky, stealthy, and is a weakness and this is why most people now can deal with Fast and Furious movies because of all the fucking bullshit that we get in the uh, Pierce Brosnan movies because a lot of the shit was just way over the fucking top. Like, you really had to let go of your imagination. You really had to have a v- very vivid imagination for some of the shit that he did. But I get it. It's a Bond movie. It is what it is. But Sean See, Connery. I just mentioned Moonraker. They went to fucking outer space. That was Roger Moore in 1979. You cannot start to blame fucking Fast and Furious on <laughs> on the, the the Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan uh, movies, no? uh, okay. James Bond. First of all, they had gadgets the entire fucking time. Uh, in um, From Russia with Love. He had a, a pin that injects poison. Uh, he had a briefcase that that if you opened it a certain way, it put out a cloud of knockout gas. Um, but if you opened it a different way, it opened up. It had a tracking thing in it. He's had he numerous shoes. Um, businessman firearms. Yes. Briefcases, pen mm-hmm. guns, which actually exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those types of things. So 
Illegal to own one, though, in the U.S. Yes, yeah. it's family heirloom. So, um, I've got my cards out, and then we need to talk some NXT. Ooh, so we you do. want to talk a little bit about NXT. I'd, I will have to I think... listen for most of it, because I know what happened. But again, uh, so, fun fun side effect. I told you I had to go out to Carney to deal with stuff with my mom's house. Um, one of the things that I had to deal with at my mom's house was the fact that um, my brother, who I love dearly, he's wonderful, <laughs> he's great and everything, he's the executor of my mom's uh, will, he's uh, the person in charge of everything there, um, he also is the person who uh, failed to pay my mom's internet bill for the last three months, um, which is also her television bill or cable bill. So I'm out in Kearney for two days with no fucking internet or TV. Yeah, um, yeah I had my phone, but I'm also in Kearney uh, where the internet blows on phones. Okay. He's got a point there. Do, 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 do. Wesley. Uh, Wesley, new, new champ. Yep. New Atlantic champion. Is it Atlantic? What is it? No, it's no, North all American. American. No, North American all champion. Atlantic. All Atlantic champion. Electra yeah. Lopez. Electra Lopez. Who's still in NXT? Yeah. Oh. JLB will say this card deserves better than to accidentally be held up backwards. Oh. Natalia. Ah, Natalia, I love you because you're no Canadian, and because your uncle is awesome. No longer with WWE. Malcolm Women's. Oh, it's Stokely hey. Hathaway. Stokely Hathaway. I don't know how they could have done anything with him. He's such a fucking great actor. Authority figure. Mm-hmm. Sonny Deville. Mm-hmm. Hey, how was her match? What? Oh no, that was that was on NXT. NXT, oh. right? That was on Tuesday's episode. Okay. Sonny Deville faced yeah. was one of the Poison people. Yes. Um. No, she faced it was Cora Jade. It was Sonya. De- yeah, it was Sonya Deville for Cora Jade, and it was uh, Rhea Ripley for the other person. Yeah, I forget okay. her name. James Drake. That's one of the grizzled young veterans, I believe. That's the one with hair. Mm Mm-hmm. Roddy Strong. That's my boy. A duplicate card. Primate. Got one of those already. Another duplicate. Mandy Rose. I, I gotta be honest, that, that picture makes it look like she's picking uh, Caden Carter up by her boobs, though. That looks like a boobplex. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Like a legend in all of our minds. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. Hey. Five-star frog splash. Damn right. Red, white, and blue. Watch out for your stink face. No longer with the same last name. 
one EO Shirai. Actually, no longer with the same first name because they spell it different now. Oh, that's true. Um, facts. NXT UK, now NXT. Miko Satamura. A fear list that I will happily send to somebody somewhere else. <laughs> hey, who's that jumping out the sky? Booyaka, booyaka. Now, this one I am very excited about. This is a green pris- prismatic entrance by one of my favorite wrestlers. Oh. This one is big time. Big time Bex. Big time Bex. That is a good one. When's she coming back? Very exciting. I feel like I haven't seen her in a while. She's injured, right? Yeah. Tore her shoulder out. Eh. Takes a while. Takes a while. Okay. All right. You going to open another package? It's my turn. Yeah. Open a package. Here, I'll come off screen. Seamus. Select card. <clears throat> That's actually a good pack. Oh, no. Seth. Franklin Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Burn like, it down. I feel like everybody needs to know that this shirt is available on our Rod Order website. Mm-hmm. Seth Franklin Rollins. And you will be one of four people who owns one. My son, Smarks, myself, and Seth himself. Muscle Chompa. Chompa. And the chase card for this particular pack. I think I got a non-chase version of this. Mm. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty, that's fun. And now, yeah, you do that... have another Dusty one. Yeah, but I don't think it's a chase card. I'll check to be certain. Um, and that was pack two, then pay, opening pack one for Ambrosia to do 21. <laughs> um, so, I already have this one. This is a duplicate, uh, Mick Foley. Already General have, Manager Mick Foley, to be specific. Yeah. I already Jordan have Devlin. this one, Jordan Devlin, who now has a different name, I think. Who doesn't want to see him fight his mentor? Doesn't everybody want um, Finn Balor versus Jordan Devlin? I do. I mean, isn't that isn't that what I mean? Isn't that why you do the game? Fuck this pack. Okay, not for this card. This card is neat. This is a select, Mister T. Mister T. Hey. Um, and so I'm all about that, but. Hall of Fame card. That's cool, bud. Who is that? Oh, that's your, your Jerry the King Lawler. By the way, here the Vice's territories for season uh, episode two rather was about Lawler and Nandy Kaufman. Great episode. I know you don't give a shit and you don't like Lawler. Still a great episode though. Although we know, we obviously know. Everything there is to know about that from the fucking movie and then Lawler's book and so on, but still a decent episode. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I Special fun fact. 
Um, what's his uh, Andy Kaufman never checked, never cashed in any of his checks that he made from uh, Memphis Wrestling, which I think was also in the book too, technically. But he never cashed any of his checks. The true heel before any of the heels we got in the past decade, and he wasn't even a wrestler. I mean, he's still alive anyway, so, you know. Well, no, he's as good as dead, why, but I'm just saying. Why, I'm talking why, about Andy why Kaufman. Why would you do here. that to him? Why would you do that to him? Let people know that he's still alive. Out him is still That's alive. Horrible. Oh, you're out. Well, a lot of people did think it was a hoax. <laughs> that every year, every single year, uh, it's like Tupac. There's some something that happens <laughs> where people are like, "Andy Kaufman's still alive." So and so, you know. Said he's going to show up at this well, date or whatever. When I see Elvis at Disney World, I will tell you guys. I'll be right there with Biggie, Tupac, and Andy Kaufman. Elvis works at Disneyland. He's not in California. He's not in Florida. <laughs> Fine, I'll have to make a quick stop at Graceland where he lives. Okay. Um, so, uh, we'll talk NXT. Let me pull up the NXT, because... What's next? You wanted to... Jesus. So, Halloween Havoc, which was yesterday, which, again, I did not get to watch, so I will be learning most of this stuff as we go. We'll click this link. So... To uh, let people know, the card announced was Apollo Crews versus Grayson Waller in a spin-the-wheel-make-the-deal match. Julius Creed versus Damon Kemp in an ambulance match. If Julius loses, Brutus Creed will have to leave NXT. Carmelo Hayes versus Oro Mensa versus Wesley versus Von Wagner versus Nathan, Nathan Fraser in a ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez in a Weapons Wild match. Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire for the NXT Women's Championship. And JD McDonough, Io Dragunov, and Braun Bra- versus Braun Breaker for a triple threat for the NXT Championship. I really thought this is where Braun lost and either, either retook the title. Um, except for fucking J.D. McDonough, which I believe is the new name for Jordan Devlin. If I'm correct. Oh, oh that was Jordan? Familiar. Yeah, J.D. Jordan Devlin. Okay, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, that's why he looked familiar, and I was like, who the fuck is this? Why is he... he they they had him grow his hair out, and then um, I, I think... I'll have to look it up, but I think Jordan Devlin is his real name, and so they're doing what WWE likes to do, which is Take oh, you name. can't use your real name. You gotta come up with a fake name. What's your name? Ezekiel. Tony. <laughs> Fuck you, Tony. What's your name? Ezekiel. But yeah, Fuck no, you, Jordan Devlin, JD McDonough, though. Uh, I, I'm sure I must have seen him wrestle a few times, uh, but fuck, this completely. I, I, I first I didn't care for him. I was only there for uh, Drag, uh, Dragonoff and um, Breaker, but boy, JD stole the show. All three men were phenomenal. 
but JD McDonough was there. And if he would have won, I would have been all but down for it. Because fuck. What a what a fire match from start to finish. I did not want it to end. But all good things must come to an end. That was fire. Jesus, did you kill it? Drink up, boys. Oh. Cheers. Okay. Uh, it's water. Hoverboards can't go over water <laughs> unless you have power. Sorry. <laughs> ADHD brain. Um, so uh, I, I do want to point out that I said it, I've said it before, I'll say it again. NXT is missing a fucking boat right now. They're, they're having Chucky, the TV show that's on sci-fi, uh, do sponsorships for uh, Halloween Havoc and for things here. And they've got right. the son of Rick Steiner on their show. And they have yet to have Braun Breaker yell at a version of Chucky on a big screen. This, this needs to happen. Get into an argument with Chucky. Braun, it's Why? your destiny. Well, where's the joke here? Why I, I, I believe thing? Scott was the one who yelled at Chucky, though. No, it was Rick Steiner. Was it Rick? It was Rick Steiner. Look up Rick Steiner, um... Chucky. Fuck, I'll even do it. I'm not a care. I'm not afraid of copyright strikes. Fuck that. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no. I mean, all he has to do is edit it out after. I'll just edit it out on YouTube, and then I don't get a strike. Boom. Oh, it's true. Because WWE did for a while do a bunch of. It was it was a Halloween. Havoc, oh, is. Was... Yeah. And they had Rick Steiner argue with Chucky. And why? Why not? Just fucking do it. We need to. Anyways, uh, the show started off with Carmelo Hayes versus Oro Mensah versus Wesley versus Von Wagner versus Nathan Frazier and Laddermack for the vacant NXT North American Championship. And winner and new NXT North American Champion, Wesley. Wesley. Yeah, that was, and I believe if I'm not mistaken, that was the opener on top of that, which yep. was fantastic. That's why I said first match. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, I tend to block epic you out sometimes. amount of smart you have sometimes, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said first match. Um, uh, then you had uh, the uh, spin the wheel, make the deal match, which ended up being a casket match. Apollo Crews versus Grayson Waller. Um, and that, um, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's it's why that was even bad though. I mean, yeah, I just figured maybe something I'm on sure NXT. They, I'm sure there was a reason why, but I don't watch NXT I'm sure enough to know. I'm sure it was a fine match, right? Like, it was but, all right. It was all right. But, it was I mean, Grayson Waller's Apollo decent. Like Paula Cruz is good. Um, but it, I think. To put words into D.A. Fabe's mouth, I think the problem is, like, there's no reason for it to have been a casket match. 
Aside right. from that they spun the wheel. And, but here's the other. Like, we all know. Uh, I mean, maybe that's, that's lending legitimacy well, to the spin the wheel. Maybe. maybe they certainly maybe made it random, yeah. Like how mm-hmm. people um, really think it's random now. Why a casket match? But uh, Apollo Crews won, um, which does seem a little weird, although uh, the uh, Wyatt Six stands will use this as an um, argument that this is uh, why we can tell that Garrett Grayson Waller is going to be one of the Wyatt Six. It's because he's being written off of NXT. I don't know if he is being written off, but you know, we'll find out. Um, yeah, the weapons wild match: Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez. The build-up for that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. How was the match? This is the match I missed, though. Um, none I of mean, us watched. Yeah, none of us oh, watched. Oh, okay. So I thought you said you had watched you, it today. You were the only one good. who got to watch. Remember, I had no yeah. internet. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. You were screwed. And I apologize. I thought you guys would both watch. And so yeah. this may be a better serve for next Sunday thing. Uh, Roxanne Perez won. Yes. Uh, Which so. the, the face is supposed to win in that one. That's a payoff. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's, yeah, there's a good place to, to end that feud and move on to new feud for both of them. Um, you had the... Uh, Ambulance match, Julius Creed versus Damon Kemp next. Julius Creed won, which, you know, makes sense because that means the Creed brothers can stay together. Right. Whatever. Uh, Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire for the NXT Women's Championship. So that whole thing was weird. They tried to do like a whole White House thing, like towards the beginning of the show. Um, Then she had kidnapped uh, Mandy Rose in the car. We see her that... Now they got to go to the rings and uh, yeah. And then, so they had their match, um, but it just, yeah, it was all right. I guess it's just nothing crazy. I don't know why they had to do that whole thing at the beginning with the house of horrors or whatever, them trying to find uh, Mandy and uh, toxic attraction, trying to find um, what's her face fire or something. Alba fire. Alba fire. The former Kaylee Ray. Oh Yes. Um, yeah, but it was all right. I don't know. I, I really honestly think it's time for Mandy Rhodes, Mandy Rose, Rose maybe Rose. to lose it. Rose, Rose, maybe to lose it. Ma- Mandy Rose, the, the, the lost Rhodes. How, how in the bloody fuck can you get those two wrong? Mandy, Rose. exactly opposite. Yeah, I know. Because you guys keep fucking me over with Cody Rhodes, so. <laughs> But I said it right this time. You're the one who said Mandy Rose. (laughs) I don't feel like that can be made. Mandy Rose retained. Um, I. The problem is, I don't think it's time for Mandy Rose to lose because, as of right now, NXT hasn't set anyone up to beat her. Right. Right. Uh, I think she. she, At this rate, I feel like she's almost like the Roman Reigns of NXT for champions. You know, so and and, and that causes a problem. The same problem that we're having with Roman is right. when you go for this long and you have you them have beat to everyone. Set somebody up to be able to beat them. Yeah, you know now who can beat them? Well, I don't know. But um, and I then feel like finally, Austin Theory needed to come out and tease. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, he did tease uh, on Wednesday. On Tuesday. Yeah, on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Cash again. Um, and so they could have had him tease again, uh, especially since the last match, NXT Championship match. Braun Breaker, the champion, defending against JD Madonna and Ia Dragunov. Um, and I've seen clips of this, but I, again, I haven't seen the whole thing. Well uh, worth it to watch the whole match. Just nonstop, back and forth. All these three men were just freaking fantastic. And I seriously thought um, Ron Breaker was going to lose just because, honestly, this guy's ready for the main roster. He really is. This they guy has had Chucky interfering for him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen now. I was, uh, I did uh, watch the Rick Steiner Chucky thing while we were here. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you got to pull that up, bud. I do. You like me to put it on? No, Smurfs was pulling it up. Uh, I was going to pull it up, but then I could tell that he had it up. So do you want me to pull it up? I'll pull it up. Do you know how to put pull it, up? it up? It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah I know how to pull it up. Do you have access to putting it up? Oh, that's very late. I should. Dun, 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 dun. Share screen, window, Chrome tab, Rick Starner. Boom. Do you guys see it? Yep. Fill the tab. Yes. yes. Yeah, we just have to share it. Make it big screen. So we're not seeing all your other stuff. There we go. There we go. Well, you do it. Oh, it's muted. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I, I feel like we could have done without sharing that with everybody. I don't remember it, but. That yeah, it was. Uh, but that's my point. That was they very just, we random. Have, we have gone from Steinbeck. To <laughs> well, James Bond movies. To we we will talk WWE, but I'm gonna open a couple more packs because fuck yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, hey, we have a wrestling podcast. Nope, nope, we're talking about Steinbeck. We have and, uh, we have a wrestling podcast. I'm opening wrestling cards. We went from Steinbeck to Steiner. Ha! Yeah. Uh, 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 to now wrestling in AEW under the name, under his real name, Parker Boudreaux, Harland. There you go. Hey, Cuba. <laughs> Von Wagner. I feel like almost that was also pre-recorded on top of that. Oh, the yes, Chucky like part completely. was 100% pre-recorded. But the... Uh, <laughs> Rick Steiner. Oh, no, the people not. in the ring, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's just like... No. But it felt but that, like also that's... Rick Steiner was fucking up. Yeah, that, no, that's, a, that's part of why it's so epic, in my opinion, is yeah. it was. It was such a botch. Rick, it was pre-recorded. All Rick Steiner had to do was st stick to a script, and he couldn't fucking do that. You get something, something to say, come down here to the ring and say it. Ah, you'd like and that this is why again. Scott <laughs> was more of the talker, which is horribly horrible to say. Uh, Nikki A. Ooh, rough pack, hey. man. Rough pack. Just um, in general. It's it's an okay pack, um, but, you know, it's weird. They, they gave me a card that doesn't have anything on it. So. <laughs> what? what? Oh, my God. Thing. I can't see a thing. 
I don't know. I think it's I think just that very glossy, back. and that's it. Botch back. Yeah, big shiny botch back. I don't know. Okay. They really gave you a big fu on that one. Uh, so far, I I believe I Dude. already have a Shelton Benjamin. Ain't no stopping me. No. I am certain I have a Bruno San Martino. I feel like you do, yeah. Not your chase card, though. I am relatively certain I already have this Becky Lynch, but it's still nice. Um, Big all of nice. those would be wonderful chase cards. One wonderful sets of the. Yep, unfortunately, none of those were chase cards. I did get the chase card Blair Davenport. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Uh, not a bad one. Um, and I have the regular Blair Davenport, I believe. Uh, so getting the Chase version of it's nice. Um, Blair Davenport is where NXT. NXT? She she uh, formerly formerly B Priestley. B Priestley. In uh, okay. uh, the they really got to stop uh, with these. Well, oh, okay, that was they were. She was she on was the Indies, and she was shortly in okay. AEW as B Priestley. Uh, B. Fair. Priestley also, uh, um, Will Ospreay's girlfriend. So, uh, changing her name. Saying there's a chance. Uh, there's no, there's no <laughs> chance. There's no chance. Have you no seen Will Ospreay? You're, 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 you're saying there's no chance we'd get Will Ospreay to WWE? Oh, I'm saying it's saying. very, very unlikely, yes. I don't think I have any chance with B. Priestley. Yeah. I thought um, that's what you were implying. No. No. I had my heart broken today when I realized that uh, um, one of the inspirations, not to, I can't remember her name now. See, and that's why she won't be with me, because I can't ever remember her name. Has a boyfriend now. Billy Kay has Kara a boyfriend Lee, now. Billy Kay? Yeah. Billy Kay um, has a boyfriend now. Sorry, bud. Well, she needs to get that green card somehow. <clears throat> I know, but she's contracted the impact, anyways. Yeah, she didn't need the sponsor. Nope. It's, are they still contracted? Tegan needs the sponsor. They, they left impact. Tegan needs the sponsor. <laughs> What's up, Teagues? Hit me up, yo. Hit me up. Do you have Vincent K. Babe out on Twitter? It's only well documented that I would do that for your yeah. citizenship. In in April, the Iconics uh, left in uh, Impact Wrestling, so they're not contracted oh, wow. anymore. Oh, mostly okay. because Cassie has a uh, baby on uh, the way. baby on the way. Hmm. Um, I Sean do... better take care of my kid. <laughs> gonna raise it like it was his own. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably pretty likely. Yeah. <laughs> uh I know they said they wanted to step away from in-ring action because they wanted to focus on other projects like modeling. Um, and I I suspect that that's really what's, what they're doing. I think they're going to start doing now. Yeah. Because they after they left WWE, they really went heavy into the modeling and whatever. And then they, did a lot they got impact. Um, a lot so. of com- skit comedy. They did a ton of skit mm-hmm. comedy. I feel like they could do their own skit, skit comedy show. Um, well, I know prior right prior to her pregnancy, Cassie Lee was doing a lot of auditions for movies and TV shows. So mm. I think that also plays very possible. Anyways, um, 
So WWE Raw kicked off with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley fighting. What? Just yep. Uh, and that's and now we're gonna get that's at least better than a twenty-minute-long talk promo. So that's true. Yep. Um, but yeah. we don't have a story to this. It's just Brock attacks him. Yeah, we do. For no reason. No, we no, don't. No, 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 no. It wasn't no reason because Bobby. One of the names Bobby said that he'd already beaten. He didn't have to go after anymore. Was Brock. Mm-hmm. And let's let's take a step back and also point out that people have wanted to see Brock versus Bobby Lashley for a long time because of their MMA careers. We already have, though, one-on-one. Not no. not in a real program. It was not just like a throw-off match, you know? It was a throw-off match, that's fair. And this is a program based on them both being big, meaty men slapping meat. So... Mm. Um, yeah, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus uh Alpha Academy. Um, I don't know, Gallows and Anderson won, yep, whatever. Yeah, uh, so quick little thing about Gallows and Anderson though the president of New Japan has mentioned that uh, Anderson, um, should. He should still do his. Uh, he still should be coming for November fifth, as that that's what was promoted, right? So we saw Anderson or Gallows and Anderson do the whole five minute video saying they won't be um, uh, defending. He won't be defending the belt. Yet other engagements, but the president uh, of New Japan isn't backing down. Um, and he's yeah. saying he should show up. I, I just feel like that's a work. It very well, easily could be. Well, yeah, here's the deal. I, I mean, New Japan's more likely to do work than old Japan. Yeah. Well, and here's the deal. It's, um, this whole thing could have been uh, set up. Uh, New Japan got word that Gallows and Anderson were going to be signing with WWE. Right. They said, how do we get this belt off of you? Um, well, you have me wrestle a match. Well, we can't find a time that works because you're now in WWE. So what we do, we promote a match. You say, I'm not going to come to it because I've got other commitments. Um, we say, you have to come. You don't come. We strip you of the title. Right? That gets the right. title off of him uh, and allows them to go that back. That just leaves things. a bad taste. Like, I don't like it when people... Do, does it leave I'm a sour it's boy more taste? For... I'm thinking it's more for a forbidden door scenario, though. Maybe. I don't. I Not don't necessarily just a huge WWE move. No. I doubt it. Especially since New Japan, New Japan does. has an open forbidden door with mm-hmm. AEW. But you want to talk really forbidden, go ahead and do that in New Japan. Yeah. That'll close that forbidden door again. Um. And maybe the better one to have is WWE, but if you think they're going to be oh so as, keen on as you, friendly like, towards your wrestlers, looking good, you're mistaken. You know, um, Dakota Kai and Eos Kai took on Bianca Belair and Candice LeRae. Um, so yeah, I guess Candice's face, right? Uh, Which is Dakota- fine. I don't think she can be called the Poison Pixie, though. 
as a face. Yeah. It's tough. But, uh, Eosky and Dakota Kai won. Uh, Ali had challenged Rollins earlier, so Ali's uh, going to be the next, I think, push for it. I liked uh, his getup, though. He actually looked, you know, like they're actually trying to do something with him this time. A little shiny and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's at least getting a push of some sort. Yeah. So Well, he had a push before. And they fucked him off. Yeah. Um, next, we had JBL come out uh, to introduce the wrestling god. New wrestling god? New wrestling god, Baron Corbin. In MC Hammer pants. Yeah, JBL wearing pants that were three sizes too big. Yep. Um, And Baron Corbin in new weird ring gear. And his like, music sucked too. He still came out wearing the stupid fedora. hat thingy, fedora. Uh, but he didn't have the rest of his like Vegas high roller gear. Right. Uh, he just had kind of a kind of a singlet sort of a thing. I think it was two piece, but it was still it was like shorts and a tight top. It looked it didn't look great, to be perfectly honest. No, but he's still a great, uh, still a great wrestler. Though I enjoyed what he did in the ring there. I think they obviously it was supposed to be a squash. I think they missed their chance to have him have gold, though. I, I, I fear. Yeah, I, I think, I think this isn't helping him. I think this is hurting him. Yeah, unless think, they, unless they making pull it him away a where, sorry, go ahead. I think that making him a second fiddle to JBL uh, or a project of JBL diminishes him, in my opinion. Because nobody likes JBL anyways. Well, not now anymore, you know what I mean? If this was, I don't know when JBL stopped wrestling, but if let's say if this was like a year after he stopped wrestling, maybe it'd be a little different. But the fact that this guy hasn't wrestled in God knows how long, it's... Not like a full-fledged legend. He's a wrestling god, but he's just not intimidating anymore. You know what I mean? So, like, we've seen this wrestling god be on the pay-per-view pre-show for, like, the last five years. Um, You know, so... That's my point. Is But even more than that, I just... I think JBL does not help Baron Corbin. JBL... Corbin being on Raw might help, though. Might. Change of atmosphere, different opponents. See what happens. Again, I want to remind everybody that he is the last one to hold a win over Roman, a clean win over Roman. So, mm-hmm. so that is true. Maybe they're working towards something with that too. So I don't think they are. I think that's what they where they they're fucking up with this. Yeah, that's the deal. Is they they could be capitalizing on that. They could have even if it's just to build a feud. And make him a viable competitor for the title. You don't have to have him win for him to be a viable competitor yeah. for the title. But you right. can have him lose via the help of the the bloodline. But uh, you had AJ Styles versus Dominic Mysterio. Yay. Uh Miz was supposed to have a match versus Dexter Loomis, but he took him out with a 
brutal chair attack on the thing. So no match. That was no the match. running running thing through the night was Miz pretending to have injuries so that he didn't have right. to have his match. Um, and then you had the return of Elias. Highlight of the night. Especially when uh, they made a bong joke when uh, Riddle came out with his bongo drums. <laughs> yeah, no, that that was the low part of this. But um, uh, I, in fact, that was that was uh, probably my only problem with this is I really wish they would have just let Elias do Elias, you know, instead of having to bring Riddle out in the middle of it. Um, Zeke's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in fact, Bleacher Report specifically said Riddle coming out stalled any momentum Elias had when this began. Yeah, that's uh, a fair point. <laughs> Zeke, I miss you. But I think that's they kind of did that because I think it's going to build a fatal four way for the um, the U.S. Championship, right? So Elias kind of got involved to kind of help Riddle, um, but then he got pushed out. And then Ali came back in. So I think it's going to be a fatal four-way crown jewel for the U.S. championship. So that's how you kind of get Elias in the picture, perhaps. But what you need to do is have Elias go after Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens is the one who injured his brother. Yeah, but Kevin Owens ain't going to Saudi Arabia, right? So they'll probably do something with that afterwards. Elias isn't going to be a huge sale at Saudi Arabia. Right. They well, if Elias is facing Ali and Seth Rollins and Riddle, he will be. No, it would. It would, literally in that situation, Elias doesn't move the needle at all. Right. The only people who move the needle in that is Riddle versus Seth Rollins. Right. Um, mm-hmm. We like Ali. Saudi Arabia doesn't know who Ali is for the most part. Right. He's just right. a Middle Eastern guy, and so yeah, we'll cheer him. Well, I mean, but you know, Elias, that's why they're gonna bring him over there. Exactly, but Elias is literally has none of that. They don't even know who he is, especially since he hasn't been on WWE TV in a year. You know, but Saudi Arabia has been watching WWE for at least five with their whole deal. So I don't think I'm anyone sure in Saudi Arabia regularly watches. Uh, WWE. Remember, these are the people who asked uh, if they could have certain dead wrestlers show up. (laughs) We'd like to have Yokozuna at this point. Can we have Yokozuna? Can we have Roddy Piper? Can we have Ultimate Warrior? No on all three of those. But why? We'll pay. Okay, that's fine, but I can't bring back the dead, bud. You are Vince McMahon. I thought you had strength and power. God, that was racist. <laughs> I'm sorry. Especially since that sounded like a Russian on top of that. <laughs> My bad accent was really racist. I apologize for God, that. Got all choice. kinds. It was, like, it was like Putin visiting fucking Saudi Arabia. Trying to talk Saudi Arabian. Arabic. There you go. Thank you. Sa- Saudi Arabian. <laughs> Saudi Arabian. <laughs> I corrected myself. Calm your tits. Calm your man boobs. Calm your moobs. Be calm. There we go. Perfect. Um, um, SmackDown. Solo Sokoa beat up on Sheamus. 
More bloodline stuff. Oh. Ray White gave his promo um, where he addressed that he's going to do bad things. Bad things. Bad things. Going to do bad things, and you're just going to have to forgive me for that. I confess that I have problems. I know I have problems. I've always had problems. It's not hard for people to see. Along the way, I will do horrible, horrible things, but I will not be sorry for them. I'm just a servant now. I go where the circle takes me. So, I thought it was a great promo. Aside from the music. Aside from the music, but, you know, you just got to make the promo. Uh, Liv Morgan versus Sonya Deville. Uh, hey, what are they the- doing with this whole Liv Morgan going crazy hardcore style? Like, I, I don't believe her still. And uh, what the fuck's the point? Is this going to turn her heel? What's going to go on here? I don't think it's a heel or face thing. I think they found you can have crazy people uh, and they can be both popular and not fit into a direct mold. And you're doing this with Liv. Yeah. Yeah. I I like it. I mean, remember, you remember how Liv debuted on the main roster as part of a group that caused mayhem right, and, yeah. and oh and sarah logan is coming back do you think sarah there's logan something there reportedly coming back no because ruby riot won't be there so there's no reason to make something there yeah, yeah they're not going to put them together sarah logan's going to be with the uh viking like, raiders this is, this is the riot viking. squad without without the riot it's just ruby squad riot. The squad. It's the suicide squad. <laughs> um, but Braun Strowman faced off with Omos. So we're going to have the really big men, meaty men slapping meat. Uh, we, we had a tag team championship, a women's tag championship match. Uh, so damage control defending against. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi Blackheart. Who's uh, now again on NXT. Well, she was just the host. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's okay. That's yeah. fair. Because she's hosted the Halloween Havoc shows. All the time. Okay. Okay. That's she's why. really big Before. into Halloween, Halloween. So this is where you that's just fair. let her do her thing. That's fair. And then Ray Mysterio versus Ludwig Kaiser. So now Ray's back on on SmackDown. So, you know. When is he supposed to face What's-His-Face? Gunther. Uh, prob- probably at Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel? If I were bad. Okay. So I'm guessing Ray won that one and Ludwig uh, got slapped a bunch of times by Gunther because he failed him. Are you sleeping? What's going on here? <laughs> well, what? Uh, no, not you. Uh, Mr. Smarks. Not, well, now you said something, so he's going to play into it. He's going to play dude. into it. I know. I know. But it was for a hot minute. This fucking podcast went really off the rails. Like from the screen on Welcome to... Yeah, no, no, I, 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 I think, I think he's that. just inputting his acting role here. Like that's what no, it is. Yeah, he's just playing I can notice him. I can notice him move. 
This is ridiculous. Can we can we finish it? Oh no! Oh. I thought I saw a move, but he didn't. No computer, computer crashed. crashed. <laughs> oh wow! We're rogue as fuck now, folks. Oh yeah, this is it. This is the after hours before the after. <laughs> oh man. Um, so. I mean, nothing else really necessarily crazy happened on SmackDown it, it, aside from, it of wasn't course, an overly the great bloodline. week for either side. Any any real shows or anything? Um, but well, I don't know. I mean, the the real big news, I guess, out of the week was obviously a Steel uh, getting fired, um, and um, as he should have been, as he should have <laughs> been. You know, if you're gonna bite people. Uh, you know, at a workplace, you're gonna get fired. I'm back. Hey, that was the go. weirdest thing. We thought you were moving. Uh, yeah, we thought. I, I thought moving. I saw you move. You really just, see what happens then, when you're an asshole sometimes, and you just we thought you were working. Play. Us. We thought you, yeah, we thought you were working. It was us. it was the fucking weirdest thing. All of a sudden, like, because I have two monitors, all of a sudden one of the monitors just started going all digity. You know, like the digital, like like when you've got a satellite dish and the weather's bad. Pixelated? Right? Uh, no, not, pix- not pixelated. I, I use the phrase digity, where, where like purple boxes show up and green boxes and, and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. weird. Anyway, it's not pixelated. It's just weird. Anyway. So there's a glitch in the Matrix is what you're telling us. Yes, apparently there is a glitch in this here Matrix. Uh, and then my computer just went off. Just gone. Like fuck, wow, it just wow, totally wow, restarted. So, um, I was able to make it back. Okay, what I miss? What I miss? What I miss? Uh, we were just saying that was pretty much it for SmackDown, and we were kind of talking about the uh, A Steel getting fired was mm-hmm. probably one of the bigger yeah. news of the week. Yeah, the only other thing that happened was uh, Logan Paul came out and talked a bunch about. Harry yeah. Gillip. Lose Roman. I mean, he didn't say he was going to lose Roman Reigns, but yeah, he's going to lose Roman Reigns. Right, definitely going to happen. Oh my gosh! Please, yeah, don't don't work us in that direction. Don't give us a. Uh, um, oh, what the hell is? Was name? it Rhonda who said that they should make Logan Paul win? Someone had mentioned that this week that Logan Paul should actually win to kind of change things up. Oh, no, I think it might have been, like, Nia Jax or something. I don't know. It was someone. Someone had mentioned that, um, and I was just like, no. No, you, you can't Vince Russo this. Well, I mean, this is that that's way. happened before with a a lesser athlete in David... Uh, David Arquette. Yeah. Arquette. So I suppose I understand it. I just don't like that idea. Because of the David Arquette situation. Well, and I think David Arquette beating whoever the fuck he beat. I forgot who he beat. I don't think they had the title for, you know, two years. Uh, so it does change things a little. But yeah, Roman's winning. I don't even know why we're we're talking about uh, something that's um, not going to happen. You could open your pack now. Is that what's happening? Uh, before I start, start talking to AEW, yeah, I was going to open my, my last two packs. Um... Starting off with Mako Satamura. I had a really uh, good one Ooh. of hers. There was a chase card, but she's a she's NXT a. Surf. She was in UK. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but she's she's from New Japan originally, you know. So, um, listen here, brother. You know my hey. maniacs, brother. You know something, Mean Gene. That's a great card. Mean Gene. Rob. Damn. Damn. That is one Van Dam good card right there, bud. And then my chase card for that pack is a hollow Charlotte Flair. Woo! Where Raw is going to be tomorrow in Charlotte, North Carolina. I still don't know this when she comes back. I'm sure she's having another plastic surgery done. Oh, my God. <laughs> Inappropriate, the, yes, but true. On probably. the last pack, we have a Dolphy Ziggs. Oh! Okay. We have a Cedric Alexander. Oh, okay. Nice. Not, not Dolphy Ziggs. Mm-hmm. No Dolphy yeah. Ziggs, though. We yeah. have Rick, Rick. Booze. And I'm here to announce your intercontinental. Man, it almost feels like since Boogs left, I feel like we've only seen Shinsuke Nakamura like maybe five times. Well, we saw him on NXT this week. Yeah. But it wasn't to set up a, a title match or anything. No, just it was, no. It, it was there to try to pop the rating, so they beat AEW, which, which they failed. did not. So, right. Um, well, I and mean, then you have to announce that shit. The chase card. Well, you're gonna have to. It's gonna very be. fitting. An Ia Dragunov. Hey. Ah, oh, boy, I would kill to have Ian Dragunov versus Daniel Bryan. Like, gimme, gimme, gimme. This Eli. will never happen now. Eli, Dra- Eli Dragunov. Yeah. Eli. Yeah. What did I say? Elon. Elon. Elon Dragunov. Elon Dragunov. Like, like he's a... Like he's a... You know who I wouldn't kill to see anymore? CM Punk. Because apparently AEW is buying out his contract. And Reporting boy, I hope it. those rumors are true. I don't know. Here's the deal. Like, I've I said like this Punk. before. I just don't know how you get him under control. Yeah, I like Punk. Yeah. I think he's a phenomenal wrestler. And if you if if Punk could just swallow his fucking pride and he can't. He but he can't. can't. And that's the problem. And that's where the problem is. I I would prefer an AEW with Punk. Um, but I prefer an AEW with less drama. And right now, Punk's bring the one bring, bringing the drama. Um, I mean, look, I will, he's a great promo. He's a, he's great in the ring. It, it, wrestling in AEW is fine, but all that drama, like you were mentioning, yeah. is just no. AEW doesn't need Punk to succeed. Mm. It would help, but I feel like I, CM Punk. Needs I was actually AEW thinking about more. this the other day. Have you noticed that almost all the drama? All of the problems that AEW has been having recently disappeared um, when Punk was gone. Well, I mean, not oh, all no. of them. You have but, the Eddie Kingston, Andrade. Yeah, but almost all of them. Sammy. <laughs> with, without uh, the Eddie Kingston specifically, but almost all of them deal with former WWE people. Right? 
So you remember when AEW first started and one of the criticisms that they had was that it was the all-friends league. That it was just uh, Young Bucks and their friends. And that, right. uh, you know, it was just them. They didn't have any big stars because it was just them, none of their friends. Uh, none of their right. uh, big stars. Just their um, and then they started bringing in WWE guys, and that's when we started hearing about these culture problems, uh, these fights backstage, these, these, all of these things. Now, yes, Eddie Kingston is his own problem. Uh, Eddie Kingston works himself more than than anyone else does. You know what I mean? Uh, but, but like you know, CM Punk, former WWE guy. Causing problems. Andrade. Notice they're also the people WWE. that aren't still at WWE. Mm-hmm. So there might have been a reason WWE let them go. Yes. Um, you know, Andrade causing problems. Uh, and yeah, I get it. Like, I've said it before. There's very few people in AEW ha- that have quite as punchable of a face as Sammy Guevara, right? <laughs> um, but uh, we've talked about about the complaints. Uh, but in the end, I I think it's really quite simple. Um, if you're in a workplace of any sort and you have a co-worker that comes and says, hey, man, you kind of hurt me um, with the way you did your job. The defense is not, listen, other people didn't have a problem with the way I do this. The the thing is to say, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'll work on it, right? Right. Uh, and so the fact that, I mean, we can talk about, you know, back and forth about whether WWE is, or AEW is soft, or Sammy Guevara is soft, and all this stuff. And, you know, you can have your opinions on that. But in the end, he had a complaint. He's like, listen, I was wrestling in the ring, and he hit me harder than he needed to. And Andrade took such offense to it that he called him out on a podcast by name and then attacked him backstage, right? And that's that's problem child behavior. You know what I mean? Um, I'd agree with that. Yeah, maybe there's a reason these people aren't with WWE yeah, anymore. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but again, I, 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 it's just something I recently kind of sat and thought about. Almost all of the problems that we've been hearing about backstage have dealt with former WWE people. Even even a year ago, year and a half ago, when when we heard about the the trouble between Thunder Rosa and uh <coughs> um Ivelisse, right? Ivelisse has WWE ties, you know? Um so I mean, maybe it's Maybe this is a sign that the culture that WWE has bred over the years is uh, leads to toxic behavior from people down the road. Um, I don't know. It was just. A I think that's a far right. stretch, though, because I even Billy Gunn has mentioned that WWE tends to be a bit more structured. Um, so by Billy Gunn mentioning that, it sounds more like it's uh, structured you- is not the same as culture. I, I want to point out, I'm talking about culture. You can have structure and still have bad culture, right? Uh, right. Uh, D.A. Fabe and I have worked at places that have had 
great structure. Exceptional structure. But bad culture. Right? Because mm-hmm. um, culture is, is about how employees treat each other. Um, structure is about how the company treats you. Right? Or how right. the company sets you up to do your job. Um, right. Now, the structure could have been so regimented at WWE that there was no chance for the culture to mm-hmm. rear its head, so to say. Um, but, you know, the fact that these people apparently think that uh, both in CM Punk's case and in Andrade's case, that it's an acceptable uh, solution to uh, a personal problem between two people <coughs> to start throwing hands. altercation, yes. You know, um, versus talking it out, uh, sitting down, discussing the problem. Maybe a sign that there, it, and, and for all three of those people that we've mentioned, they all were very early into the wrestling atmosphere where, you know, Andrade obviously in Mexico had, had quite the push early in his life where, you know, in that environment, perhaps that is how he handled those things. Um, Laura, obviously, very early in his career, very young. Uh, CM Punk has never really had to play by the rules in a mm-hmm. major promotion. Right. So, and when he did, he would always just leave. Yeah, when he did, he threw a hissy fit. Yeah, right. So, so that is just a thought that I had. And so maybe AEW would be better off going back to the All Friends League. Going back to the time where you recruit people who you already know from their time on the indies get along. But, I mean, that's also not fair, too. Look at Moxley. Look at Miro. We don't hear anything about them. Look at Regal. You did hear some stuff with Miro at one point. Yeah, we heard Miro bitching back and forth all about how he's not being used properly, how he wants to leave, (coughs) how he didn't like having to do the job to Sammy Guevara, you know. Uh, We heard all sorts of stuff like that. Um, uh, Moxley... You know, with any with any hypothesis, there's going to be exceptions to the rule. And Moxley might very well be the exception. However, also to counterpoint, Moxley was brought in and, look, and made to look like a star from day one, right? Um, right. Whereas these other people all felt like they had to start from the bottom sort of a thing. Um, right. Uh, also, you know, reports have it that a lot of the uh, frustrations backstage with CM Punk have to do with reportedly he had a three million dollar contract, um, a year. and that three uh, three for million how many years? A year. Three years. A year. Three million a year. year. Yes. Reportedly, uh, and that the other wrestlers felt like not only was that an insult to them, uh, but that. It was taking work away from them because now with someone who's getting three million dollars a year, instead of letting other people wrestle, you highlight the three million dollar a year guy. Right. Um, so. 
Like I said, I don't think he. I don't think he's bad for business in terms of you know like. Yeah, he can still go in the ring. I mean, he's definitely older. He definitely doesn't and and rustier. He doesn't move quite as smoothly as he did at one point. But he he's still may actually be worth three million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That said, you gotta be there and you gotta be able to play with other people to be yeah. worth three million dollars yeah. a year. Well, and that's the here's the deal. His his let's use this phrase: his in ring performance and mic work might be worth three million dollars a year. The publicity he brought to the company might be worth three million dollars a year, uh, but the hostility he brought backstage and the venom and the 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 degradation that has happened backstage is not worth three million dollars a year, right? Right. And that's where you know CM Punk has to. Find that balance. And like you said, I don't anticipate him doing it. I anticipate that, yes, they're they're working on buying out his contract because he basically said, I'm not going to work with those guys. Right. You know. Um, it was unprofessional. Yep. Young bloods. So. Young bucks. Um. This is the right August 18th. Is it the right stuff, baby? AEW Dynamite. Best friends challenging Death Triangle for the Trios Championship. Great match. Um, It was a great match. I loved this match. I I really thought that they were about to make Orange Cassidy a champ champ. A double Um, champ, yeah. uh, But uh, they had the whole thing. And they are teasing. They are teasing uh, problems with between Death Triangle because uh, Pac wanted to cheat again and the rest of the members stopped him. Yeah. Oh, and and would I pay for a Penta Pac match? Yeah. 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 um, Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm for the interim AW Women's Championship. Uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Uh, I can see what she. I, I can uh, see what she's wearing. What she wore I can tell you exactly what she was wearing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a good match. Uh, Tony Storm won. Post match, yeah, of course, had Jamie Hader and Rebel attack, and then Britt Baker came out, and then Soraya came out and throwing uh, some punches. Yep, yeah, some punches, and then. Little little tiny Riho showed up and <laughs> jumped around on people. Riho. Um, yeah, Mom is like, well, what's a 13-year-old doing in the ring? I'm like, she's not 13 years old, Mom. <laughs> yeah. She just has the uh, physique Are you of sure? a 13-year-old. Pretty positive. <laughs> but... What's that 13-pounder doing in the ring? That's that's probably, probably relatively accurate. Um. But so they made a big deal about Riho back. Uh, I don't know. Riho had her time. I I wish they'd focus on some of the other people, but yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jay Lethal and Darby Allen faced off. Uh, There's a no contact clause, so so they can't fight. Um, But they did anyways. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so eventually that we'll have whole another garage match. door scene was so yeah. stupid. You can tell that you stopped it 
like you're not like it just looks so fake already and i was like okay guys just stop just let's let's end this now <laughs> um then you had promo of the year part two mm. mjf Three? regal baby yeah mjf regal yeah i like do can we put this above mjf's you need to fire me pipe bomb um i i i kind of feel like it might be better than I, that one yeah they're they're close together that's for sure they're um, definitely in the same realm this one here i yeah, like pussy who wouldn't fucking punch him excuse my language i apologize yeah. uh, th- <laughs> punch regal from behind that's part of why i liked this one better um it's well first of all it shows how good these people are at work in the crowd because mjf did his whole thing and got the crowd on his side cheering him. And William Regal then gra- took the mic and started talking. And he was getting booed at first. And by the time he was done talking, the crowd was on his side again. Uh, so these people worked the crowd so well. Um, and then, yes, uh, William Regal gave open shot. Hit me. Just do it. And uh, MGF just couldn't couldn't do it. No, he's really going on that realm between heel and face, right? So, and I like it, and I think he's always just going to kind of stay neutral. He won't be ever. Oh, really I don't think that's neutral at all. <laughs> true face. Well, I mean, but he also just constantly and still insults everybody too. He's almost like Austin kind of like thing. People love energy. him. <laughs> like man. What was Hugh Energy? That he didn't hit Regal? Regal? Yes. I think it, no. was the, it was the little bit of chicken shit heel stuff. Yeah. I'm that's... afraid to punch him. Mm-hmm. I'll only attack when I know that everything's on my side. When I've either No, got... I, I see, I took it as I won't attack him because I, I won't attack you because I respect you. Oh, no, there was Although fear on he... his face. There it was, was fear. It was the okay. repercussions then, for this action are not worth punching. Mm-hmm. He put the ring on. He's he, but he knew that this guy was not going to go out with one punch. No, he also, knew he was right. Also, he knew he was right. There are people who would attack him from behind, who would who would attack him and lynch him yeah. because he's the leader of the most powerful faction in AEW. Mm-hmm. And so the only way. MJF is going to take that free punch is if he knows he also has backup there to protect Or if he knows for a fact that everybody's going to see it as clean. As soon Mm -hmm. as Regal turns around, it's not clean. Mm -hmm. He punches Regal in the face with that ring. That's a clean punch. Moxley and and Brian uh, and Danielson both go, ah, well, I, I mean... You punched our mentor. We don't really like that, but you know he did it clean at least. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, he he didn't have backup. MJF's whole thing is I'm only going to take my shot when I know I'm clean. I'm safe. That yeah. Okay. That I, that I'm then why did he say full gear and he wants Moxley at a hundred percent? That's face shit. Um. He's like, it I only... want you at a hundred percent. I won't take advantage of you now while you're bleeding. And da, 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 da. I want you at a hundred and ten percent. So, full so gear. first of all, you know. 
so I I have I have theories on this that are um go deeper, but uh go outside of the ring a bit. Um I don't think he MJF was gonna be challenging Moxley originally. I think Hangman was going to win. I don't think so. I think he was. And here here's the watch watch closely. Uh uh, they would rewatch have it. Had him come out. They would have to challenge Hangman, but now Hangman just beat Moxley, and so again, uh, MJF is only going to attack when he feels like he's got the advantage, and he's not going to feel like he has the advantage on someone who just beat the baddest motherfucker in in the league, right? Um, right. So so there's that. But so two things: a, him saying "I want you at full gear and I want you at full strength and I'm not going to attack you now," um, is not the same as actually not attacking him. We've got weeks um, before full to, gear. Before full gear, and I am willing to put hard money, hard money, that during these weeks attacks on Moxley happen. Um, that eventually it comes out were based on MJF's orders. MJF we'll setting them up. Um, so, but B, watch closely if you rewatch this thing. Um, when uh, Excalibur is trying to fill for time, um, you know he's un- he's totally unscripted at this point. He's just throwing right. throwing names out, and uh, he's at one point he says. Well, I think we're gonna have to go down to to the ring, uh, world champion. Hey. Um, John Moxley has something to say. He starts to just in the beginning of the uh, word "hangman" starts to come out of his mouth. Um, and so that I admit, I admit that's that's a small piece of evidence. Right. Um, but I, the more I've watched it, the more I've watched the setup of that match and everything, the more I think it was set up to be an underdog come from behind. Hangman Page victory to set up MJF versus Hangman Page for Full Gear. Uh, reminder, Full Gear is a pay-per-view named after Hangman Page. Why is it named after Hangman Page? The whole joke on BTE during their first year of business was that um, Hangman Page had gotten a little out of shape in his time away from from uh, New Japan and that he wasn't ready to wrestle in full gear that he had too much pudge to wear full gear and so he had to stop eating as much and start working out more and that was the joke that's where the name came from is that you're not ready for full gear Um, (laughs) and then uh, what pay-per-view did Hangman Page win the world title at Full gear, full gear, full gear is hangman. Good Page's guess, title. bud. I'm proud of you for your guess. <laughs> full gear is Hangman Page's pay per view, and uh, setting it up with Hangman Page as the champion, um, I think was what they were planning on doing. Uh it's not what they're going to do now. One hundred percent. Even if that was what they were planning on doing, that ship has sailed now. Now they have to do something else. And, I do uh, agree. 
I do agree with MJF possibly interfering because why else would you show the box of him not being there inside the uh, sky box there? He wasn't there. That was five minutes well before the match uh, had abruptly ended. Mm -hmm. So I do think there was an interference going to be happening. I still think uh, the story that it was going to be told was Mox and uh, MJF though. I, I just, I think the story was going to be hangman page and it could have been hangman page winning by mock uh, by uh mjf interfering um mjf takes out attacks moxley outside because in the end there's the other side of it mjf probably feels like he can beat hangman page easier than he can beat mox right mm. so remember when i when we did fantasy booking mjf cashing in months ago one of the things that I had was, you know, him setting it up to beat the guy that he knows he could beat. I think that's what the plan was. The plans all went to shit when Hangman Page went out. But that's what I felt was the plan. Um, Do we have enough time before full gear for Hangman to go through the concussion protocols, do you think? Uh, no, well, we do. yes and no. Concussion protocol is something you can clear in a week yeah. um, if things go right. Uh, if things go poorly, it can take you months to, to or even longer. Um, I will use a, a uh, reference to a sport that JLB probably knows a lot better than I do. Sidney okay. uh, uh, Crosby. <laughs> Uh, um, went out for a whole year, missed a whole year for concussion protocol, right? Um, but because of that, he's still playing today, right? That's it. If he'd have rushed back from that, there's a good chance his career would be over by now, right? But he went through the whole protocol, sat out a whole year, let his brain heal as best it can, and then he was able to come back and, and play. Um, I think with <coughs> Hangman Page, <clears throat> and, and he's Adam still Cole, not technically the same rest, uh, same hockey player as he was. Yeah, like you could tell there's differences, of course, and so mm -hmm. on. Um, same thing with like Eric Lindros. Uh, he didn't know when to stop either, kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, uh, hockey's a heck of a. I feel like hockey, you almost get more bumps than in wrestling because it's well, much harder. You don't get more bumps, but um, anytime you start armoring people up, uh, they're going to hit harder, right? That's it. It's, it's why, even though in some ways they're very similar sports, rugby and American football, the hits in American football are so much more violent and so much more dangerous because here's the deal, right? Americans uh, like violence. It's not about it. I mean, yes, Americans love violence. and that, But no, it, it comes down to simply this, right? Um, you hit someone with a helmet on your head, uh, you can hit a lot harder than when you don't have. Hits, yeah, you have to be a little self-conscious. Yeah. When you have no helmet mm. on your head, right, you hit your someone head first with no helmet, you, you, you don't ever do that again, right? You do that right. one time and you're like, I'm, no, I'm never doing that again. Um, right. But as, as long as you're armoring these people up, well, hockey... 
not quite to the degree that that American football does it, but they are padded up and helmeted up, right? Right. Which means they deliver some pretty violent hits. Um, and they also get a considerably higher amount of speed on the ice. Yep, and yep. Uh, they do occasionally just flat out punch each other. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and both without helmets sometimes. Sometimes yeah. the helmet comes off, and and those things not particularly good for the old noggin. Right. So, um. Anyways, uh, but a great promo. Mox um, MJF versus Regal. Getting back to that. Uh, Wheeler Yuta um, and American Dragon Brian Danielson had an interview mad. backstage. Very um, mad and, uh, at Daniel, Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia is angry. It's like we all saw that he was going to turn on you. Daniel Garcia was going to turn on you. We all saw Daniel Garcia, and you didn't do it. Me, me, me. I'm going to storm off. So, I guess they're teasing dissension in BCC. Yeah, but it's almost weird. It's almost like I, I first, I first when I first saw this, I was thinking that Yuda. I'm like, okay. ROH, we're going to announce something soon. Yuda's going to go to do the ROH thing and stay there. But then I'm like, wait a minute. No, he brought everyone up was agreeing with him. So mm-hmm. are they going to end up kicking Daniel Bryan out? I thought it was more Yuda was just going to like leave or there we're going to kick Yuda out because he wasn't playing ball or him disrespecting Daniel Bryan like that. But Yuda made it seem like, no, everyone agreed with me kind of thing you shouldn't do anything anymore with daniel garcia he's only short-sighting you and you're believing everything he says you got to stop you're making us look bad kind of thing so i just generally thought he was just you to roh i mean in fairness um well we're gonna take a little bit of a chance to fantasy book here um if you're tony khan and you're trying to book for uh, a new Ring of Honor show. Um, and you have uh, the current Ring of Honor champion <clears throat> is... The Ocho Chris Jericho. The Ocho Chris Jericho. Um, and you have a chance... What is with the Ocho? Like, that didn't even make sense. Eight. He's at... Eight total cha- world championships. Uh, makes sense now. Thanks. That's yep. all I needed. <laughs> um, what can I you say? Have, You're welcome. You have Chris Jericho as your uh, your world, your Ring of Honor world champion, who's representing sports entertainment. Uh, and you have a chance to book someone. To be the savior of Ring of Honor, right? It does sound lovely that it would be Daniel Bryan, though. Bryan Danielson's the one you do it with. Yeah. Right? Uh, Wheeler Yuta's great. Wheeler Yuta sets up the next generation. He's not the big um, name. But he's not Bryan fucking Danielson. Facts. Uh, And that's, I think, what it comes down to. Uh, 
You had your Ring of Honor World Championship match. Speaking of the devil, Chris Jericho defending versus Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle. I love me some Dalton Castle. Me too. He has the weirdest body shape in the world. I'm not totally a fan of his gimmick. But when that guy gets inside that ring, absolute masterpiece. He's I love his gimmick, but that's me, you know. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, um, and then having read his story of him breaking his back when he was ROH champion and essentially wrestling for like six months with a broken back, mm-hmm. uh, to the point where he had almost, um, he had almost had a career ending, a complete injury, uh, but he had uh, came back from that. So to hear everything this guy's been through, and for him saying now that he's like literally 110 percent. I'm uh, all here for it, man, because this guy is entertaining. Well, so uh, get those F-bombs out now because we're about to start our 10 minutes of no cursing. Fuck! Yeah. That. I, I, I did that like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, so we well, I just now. saw it. 15 minutes ago, by the way, but <laughs> I just saw it ago. now, so no more cursing. That's it. I'm like, well, I'll wait Starting till he announces it. Oh. Boom. Snap. Um, Dalton Castle, what can I though. Say? You're welcome. Uh, I loved this match. I loved it great. Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, Jericho winning, of course, is, you know, the way it's going to be. Because, again, the storyline they're selling is the the uh, sports entertainer. Uh, I did enjoy afterwards that he, uh, he went on Jordan a rant saying that he was going to uh, Ring of Honor, uh, he is Ring of Honor, so Ring of Honor champions out, Ring of Honor announcers out, even Ring of Honor commentators, and he wins to attack uh, Ian Riccoboni. Uh And then Jerry Lynn came out to stop him and got the pile driver on the championship. Uh, but so, not only is he a sports entertainer uh, with the Ring of Honor World Championship, but now he's actually actively attacking the Ring of Honor culture just in general it's almost like the ring of honor legend killer mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate him yes i do too <laughs> i feel like you were just gonna say a different word there but you used appreciate instead mm-hmm. um i uh moving on i am absolutely loving this gimmick of nyla rose who just stole the tbs championship and now <laughs> is just pretending to be the champion I understand Jade Cargill's anger towards like, yo, just give me my title or I'm going to hijack your show on Rampage. Like, it mm-hmm. totally makes sense, which she didn't even do technically, but she tried to. And then, as well. and then security came out and then uh, she saw the video from backstage of Nyla Rose stealing her car mm-hmm. and uh, she went after it. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's a decent gimmick. And then we had the... You get a wish. Uh, oh, hold on. While we're on Nyla Rose, Fabe will be very happy about this. Nyla Rose, ladies and gentlemen, now has an OnlyFans. Fair enough. Uh, uh, Hangman know, Page versus John Moxley was next. We talked about that. Why do I like OnlyFans, bud? Why are you... I mean, do you uh, not like OnlyFans? Have you... I mean, Let's not have that conversation right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> why, why do you have to assume that I'm the guy who likes OnlyFans? Uh, again, I'm do you not like OnlyFans? Do you not like OnlyFans? Listen, 
That's not what we're talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it yeah, is just what so we're you talking know, about. FYI. Um, what do we have like next? That's, ex- that's exactly what we were talking about. We were uh, about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rampage is next. And do this one. So, Rampage, of course, always shorter. It's just an hour less, but more hour. packed with stuff. Um, we had uh, the, probably my favorite. Did you did you see the announcement when they announced the main event for this? The Orange Cassidy defending versus Roosh and Preston Vance. Oh yes, when he um, yeah. So originally he wasn't supposed to be in the match, though, right? He kind of just put himself into it, correct? Because he's like, the- hey. I won this title at the backstage promo. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so he's just uh, Orange cast, But that's when he initially put himself into the match, right? Because originally <clears throat> it was just supposed to be Preston and Rush or Roosh. Yep. And Roosh. then he's like, hey, guys, so I won uh, this title in Canada. Yep. In Canada. Uh, I won it. Do you it. see this? <laughs> I won this in Canada. In Canada. <laughs> you guys want some uh... beers? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think Preston Vance is like uh, the mask doesn't have a mouth, so oh, <laughs> sucks. So I don't want beers. I want to. If there's a title that I want to, hey, you you want to fight him? You want this title? You want to fight him? Well, you can fight him, and you can fight me, and I'll fight you both together for this title. On Rampage. Tony, does that sound good? And then just pans over. Tony's just sitting at the end of the bar, and he just looks up. Sounds good. Book it. <laughs> I, I thought it was it was golden. It, to me, the, my headcanon now is that that's how everything for, for AEW is booked. It's just Tony Khan it's... sitting at the end of a... Uh, end of the bar and overhearing the people arguing and... <laughs> He's like, yep, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Yeah, that Next, sounds good too. Book that. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so uh, we started off with the acclaimed versus the bar. Why do you assume athlete. that I'm the one who wants to watch oh it? <laughs> Again, I'm not hearing a denial here. Yep. No do denial. you not like OnlyFans? I'm only a fan of the people I'm only a fan of. Then see, you like OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Um. The acclaimed versus varsity athletes. Now I do have a I don't know how bit of a beef on this. this, and that is the name varsity athletes. We already had the varsity blondes, right? Right. Very uh, not creative. We already had them, and now they take the varsity away from them. What the fuck is Griff Garrison and uh, 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 Pillman um, Jr. doing? Pillman get gonna do? Maybe it's well, varsity haven't. athletes versus varsity blondes at some point. Who gets the varsity for the name varsity? Anyways, uh, the acclaimed one. This was the one Smart Mark Sterling's owned the rights to the scissor trademark. So they weren't allowed to say scissor and all that stuff. Afterwards, they uh, uh, 
attacks Smart Mark Sterling and then took the thing away and because it and was supposed up. to be for the rights of the scissoring thing, right? That's what they talked about, like on Dynamite, but then they never mentioned it on Rampage. I don't know. Uh, and then, like, yeah, because then, um, then he's like, "Oh, well, I still own the rights," and I'm like, "No, but didn't they just win, and you don't own the rights mm-hmm. anymore?" And then they just made that thing happen, anyways. I'm like, "Okay, yeah." Um, my only problem, real problem, aside from the varsity name, is that <laughs> we we always like to give AEW credit for for when they do some long term booking. So I feel like we need to call them out when they book well, this something is really short. <laughs> the entirety of the storyline was in a week, you know, like two weeks, yeah, two episodes. Yeah, they came out on Dynamite and said, "I own the trademark." No, and... that was last week that he said he owned the trademark. He didn't yeah, say that in weeks. Toronto. Two weeks. It was a two, two week. Book. Okay, two weeks. But still, uh, but still, yeah. um, your point is still very valid. Still valid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we moved on. We had Hook versus Ari Davari. Ari tried to buy him off with. He claimed five thousand dollars. It was just a bunch of cash in his hands, and Hook slapped him, and then beat the tar out of him, made him tap out. I mean, they really just got to do something else with Hook, though. Like, put this no. guy in a legitimate match. I liked it just fine. It was fine. What do you it's mean, legitimate me match? Like just you like, like a non-squash when he beats somebody. You, you don't think Ari Davari is is a talented competitor? I think no. I think Ari Davari is a very talent uh, talented so. competitor. I think WWE did not use him well at all. Okay, um, so, but so it wasn't that long. It, his matches are literally not longer than. So two he's minutes. he's dominant. I'm what? What do you want to say? Did, did did you have a problem with Mike Tyson who was winning legitimate fights in thirty seconds? No, that's no, though. no, because totally he was fucking different. dominant. I just looked up at the time, and um, I have to apologize. You fucked up, you fucked up. Uh, but now you Smith. did. Now you did. What? You know what I did? You know vindication. You know what I didn't do? You didn't uh, f up. I didn't talk at all. Yeah, you just you just <laughs> kept your mouth shut. But only fans, only fans. Um, I'm not the one no. who brought up the OnlyFans thing. Like, I feel like the fact that you know you that just keep bringing it up more about you. I mean, it was just something that I saw and I thought it'd be a nice little joke and you would have fun with it. And here I am. I was right. So, um, <laughs> when Mike Tyson was coming out and just murking rubes in 30 seconds, Hurt my back. But what Spinal. did what did it make you feel like you? It made you feel like Mike Tyson was invincible. Right. This is not that. I think this is what it's it's setting up. It's setting him up. He's going to start beating more and more higher profile people. Because here's what's going to happen: is he Ari Davari is part of the Trustbusters, right? Who else right. is in the Trustbusters? Parker Boudreaux, uh, and the dude who wears his stupid visor upside down. I can't remember his name. T Money or something like that. I don't know. Anyways, uh. Yeah. So next Where match is Parker Boudreaux been to? Jesus. Uh, oh, he's wrestled a few times on Dark. Oh, okay. The dark. Dark. okay. I'll be back. I, I do think they're... they're going to um, OnlyFans? I see how it is. I do think they're letting him um, ripen a bit on Dark because he's still a little green. But Okay, that's fair. They're eventually going to have Hook probably versus Parker Boudreaux in a big high-profile match big, that'll last a while. That's fair. Okay. okay. So, I'm waiting uh, but for first, it. 
But first, Hook has to beat Ari Davari like he did this week, and then he's got to beat again whatever the visor dude douche nozzle with the visor upside down. Don't know his name anymore. Um, we we had a card change. Uh, Penelope Ford was injured and unable to compete, so uh, Willow Nightingale instead had to fight uh, Layla Gray, one of the baddies. Right. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. Um, I mean, Willow's, honestly, she's always super energetic, super mm-hmm. always there in the moment, takes everything with a grain of salt, and a good wrestler. Like, I just yep. want her to be more in a promo, but in this case, you know, it was just... It was what yeah. it was. But it was a yeah. match. It, was a um, match. it did end with the um the announcement that Willow Nightingale is now all elite officially. Yeah. So she now is under contract and that's really cool. Which I was like, Oh, okay, I thought she was already all elite, but sure. <laughs> and then the main event, Orange Cassidy versus Roosh versus Preston Vance for the All Atlantic Championship. Um now, I liked this match. It's a fun match. Do does anyone think? Did anyone think going into this match that there was any chance that Orange Cassidy was either going to lose or that Roosh was going to take the pin? Um, because I didn't. Right. Like right. this was one hundred percent set up to further uh, and set up a storyline: Roosh versus Orange Cassidy. Um. And Preston Vance was basically there to take the pin. Right. Nothing against Preston Vance, but I think but it that's... it good in the match, though. I do think that they are still trying to set up, because remember, Preston Vance was in a... was doing a program with Andrade, where Andrade wanted him in the group, and... Uh, oh, wait, yeah, that was the thing. That was the whole point of that match. But then Orange Cassidy got involved because that match was supposed to be, hey, I'll face you on Rampage. Uh, if no, I the, win, I'm that match was supposed to be moderate. last week on Rampage. Um, and so uh, this week, last week on Rampage, they then t- changed it to Dark Order versus something. Uh, I got Yeah, so it was supposed to be on this week's Rampage because I believe on Dynamite, that's where they mentioned the whole, listen... Stop asking me. You've been bothering us all the time. The Dark Order no. kind of got involved. Well, that's it. They 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 pivoted, but they still there still wasn't directly the replacement match because the Andrade match was going to be a uh, well, not the Andrade versus... match though. It was supposed to be Preston versus Roosh. Well, but first it was pre- supposed to be Preston versus Andrade. That was the oh. match that was supposed to happen a week ago. Well, yeah, or but Andrade likes to punch people, you know. Yeah, but so. Andrade likes to punch people, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the it was supposed to be Andrade versus Preston two weeks ago, um, and it was a a uh, mask versus career match. If uh, Andrade won, Preston was going to lose his mask. If Preston won, Andrade had to leave AEW, and then. Uh, uh, instead, Andrade decided to punch Sammy Guevara in the face, which, again, I mean, that's fair. Um, but, still. Uh, so then they pivoted, but because Roosh is part of LIJ, uh, LIA? Los Ignorables. 
We'll say LIA. A America. I don't know. Was that an energy uh, drink? LIJ is is the Japanese version, which this isn't in Japan. So um, what? It's a little late. That's a cookie. Who made? Well, that's made them today. Nice. Got a fellow little baker over here. A baker who watches OnlyFans while he bakes. You're a little baker. Yeah, little baker. I feel like it would be appropriate if OnlyFans didn't just have porn on it. OnlyFans does have more than just porn on it. Yeah, but not some local dude who has a baking show or... Uh, I mean, I doubt that. (laughs) But... Anyways, um, but it was this great match. I still enjoyed this match. Orange Cassidy won. Uh, they're probably, I think they're still going to end up having a masked match where Preston Vance loses his mask. Because uh, I think that's just where they're leaning. They want him to be maskless. Um, I get it. He's a good looking guy. Is he? Pro- yeah. What was I'd his probably... name before? If I go, if I go, Preston Vance, I'll be able to find him with no mask. Yep, he wrestled on Dark a few times as Vanilla Vance. Um, he also uh, used to be a regular on uh, Ethan Whoa. Page's vlog. Yep, good looking fellow. He would definitely do a lot better without the mask. I feel. That's kind of my thoughts. I think that's what they're aiming for is they, you know, want him to eventually be maskless so that he can, so the ladies can swoon and the men can swoon too. There will be swooning <laughs> happening. I'll be swooning. And he'll potentially just leave the dark order. Mm-hmm. Um, I did really like after the match though, uh, uh, the, Preston uh, Vance looked a little bit like he was kind of out of sorts and everything. Um, and then uh, as he was leaving, Roosh came, came and was trying to get him to join the group. And he looked like maybe he was going to. And then negative one came running out and tried to attack Roosh. And <laughs> Vance just ten just picked him up and threw him over his shoulder and carried him out. I thought it was funny. <laughs> But yeah, I think maybe that's what's going to happen. Like you were alluding to, when he loses his mask, he's probably going to join the, um, what are they called? L- the firm? No, not the firm. Los Ignorables. Los I don't know how to Whatever. Andrade's group, which might be now Rusha's group, because Andrade most likely is going to be on vacation for a long time. I mean, it means the ungovernables in... In uh, Spanish, English. Okay, um, but uh, but I can't remember what the American version is. It's la La Facion Ignorables, I think is what they're calling it now. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, anyways, either way, but not because that's there, there's the Japanese version that's Los Ignorables. The Japon. 
Uh, <laughs> and Um, <laughs> but that's all for AEW this week. We talked about NXT, uh, fun week all in all. There were some ups and downs. Uh, again, it's nice. It's, it's one of those things you feel bad saying it's nice to hear that hangman page had a concussion because only like, a concussion. Yeah. One, even saying only a concussion, uh, yeah. is, is tough because a concussion is still fucking bad news. Right. For um, sure. But it could always be worse. We yeah. look what happened with Big E and da mm-hmm. da da. And, yeah, and that's the deal. Know, so. The fact that the fact that it wasn't, uh, I've watched that that a dozen times since the last time we kind of talked about it. I'm still mm. fairly certain he was out before he hit the ground. Yeah, right? it looks like that lariat. I think maybe he didn't. I think the lariat hit duck his. Yeah, or it hit him right. About he didn't here. duck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I think he started the the cell when when he got hit, and then I think he was out. The cell just continued over, but because of that, he almost landed flat on his head because he just was no longer in control of his body. Right. Um, there's there's a YouTube uh, a concussion doctor, not Chris Nowinski, a different. This is an actual doctor <laughs> who who uh, went and said listen i do a lot of covering concussions for nfl and for all that stuff but everyone's been tagging me and that's why i want to talk about and he talked about how he believes the concussion happened at the beginning um and that you still have to be worried about neck injuries right because you can have Mm -hmm. both a concussion and neck injury right uh but but like when when uh hangman page landed you saw his whole body kind of stiffen up which is a symptom of concussion uh, your muscles all tense up. That's why they they talk about the the claw hand as a symptom. It, you know, if you see a, a football player take a big hit and they get up and their hand is kind of clawed for a bit, uh, that's a symptom of concussion. There. Uh, oh, really? Because it causes this muscle hmm. spasm. Um, but you're still able to get up. Yeah, uh, and then eventually, yeah. You know, and then, you know, the shaking the head, the shaking off the cobwebs is a thing. Of course, Hangman Page didn't do any of that because he was, he was out. out. He was out. Um, but he went that nice. Yeah. But again, like I say, it, it just sounds it sounds wrong to say only a concussion, but it could have been so, so much worse. And yeah, uh, much, much worse. And so a concussion in that situation, a concussion was probably the best Option. I mean, other than no damage at all and, you know, just yeah. a, a ran too fast across the ring. Exactly. But, um, but so, I, you know, here's hoping he recovers soon. Uh, in related news, you know, uh, apparently um, Adam Cole is out with the concussion and he's having a hard time recovering from it. So here's hoping uh you know he can turn things around um mm-hmm. but we wish them both speedy recoveries mm-hmm. whether or not it means no wrestling again <clears throat> yeah and even We'd if it love means to see wrestling you guys do your passion i i would rather them both sit out a couple year, more months after year, or even year a year after yeah. here here's the deal like um 
in AEW, uh, right now you've got uh, Anthony Bowens and and um, um, fucking blanking on his name, Platinum Max Caster. There we go. Um, who are both stars in the making. You've got Sammy Guevara that some people hate, but uh, is a star in the making. You've got um, Ricky Stocks, star in the making. Uh, you've got a lot of people who can kind of step in and uh, fill the shoes for a while. So let these people fully recover from their, their, their thing. The AEW will be fine. You know, Dan Housen, Orange Cassidy will continue to draw people. Chris Jericho will continue to draw people. Uh, the best friends will still be the best friends. I didn't know they were artists. Yeah, they draw people all the time. <laughs> um, speaking of drawing people, this is actually oh, painting people. Poor Apparently MJ, MJF and his uh, fiance got into a fight this week. So his fiance <laughs> decided to paint a portrait of John Moxley. Uh, just a piss him off <laughs> you see what happens you cheat on your girlfriend 10 times and uh mm -hmm. i i will say someone tweeted at uh mgf what's the first thing you're gonna do after you win the world title and he said have sex with my hot uh girlfriend while wearing it and um i want to i just want to point out to mgf have you seen how those belts fit it's gonna be really hard to wear it and and have sex i mean Good luck. Yeah. I mean, uh, wear it on his neck. That, I mean, that's carrying it. Yeah. He said wear it. Over that's all I'm saying. Over the shoulder. Over the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just, I don't know. Um, reports have it, like we said earlier, that they're working on buying out CM Punk's contract. That does mean that it's also likely that we'll start to see uh, the elite start to return. Especially once the contract buyout is done. Um, um, well, as I report on the other show too, there were young bucks, young buck cameos. I think on um, when they were showing the ROH stuff, and they're apparently back on the um, um, stuff for November. They all, I'll point out there also was CM Punk on the Ring of Honor stuff too. So uh, right, so the you know they were both mentioned. And referenced, so um, I that, that is a sign. I think that things are almost done. But again, the CM Punk thing is the biggest sign that the elite will be back in some form soon. Um, oh, also, uh, the report came out—not report, but news came out in uh, based on sources that <clears throat> while uh. I was wrong. There was indeed talks between WWE and AEW about Billy Gunn being on the uh, DX anniversary Raw. It was not AEW that called it off. It was Billy it, Gunn? It was WWE. It was WWE. Uh, Why? WWE and AEW had talks back and forth, and um, uh, Tony Khan had only one thing. One thing... Uh, for Billy Gunpy. It wasn't money. Uh, it wasn't anything. All he said was, I just want you to introduce him as AEW 
wrestler Superstar. or representing AEW or whatever. I just want you to mention that he currently is on loan from AEW in some way, right? Just like you did at Royal when Rumble James. when Mickey James came and you said Impact Wrestling uh, champion, women's champion, Mickey James. All I want you to do is say AEW wrestler or currently working for AEW, whatever. Um, and WWE went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And at the last minute, called and said to Tony Khan, we're not going to let, we're not going to do that. He's not appearing. So it's WWE that was the reason that Billy Gunn was oh. not on WWE Raw. Um, not AEW in any way, shape, or form. Because I think that's a perfectly fair ask, right? It's fair, gonna... but at the same time, I wouldn't have done it. Not for a DX reunion. You know what I mean? If it was something maybe a bit bigger, uh, I don't know, that would really build one of your storylines. Cool. But not for a reunion? No, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to give you my millions of viewers a mention to your AEW company. No. And that's fine. I'm just saying... That um, if we're going to uh, try to be angry at a company, let's make sure that we're angry at the right company. Oh, um, no, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because for a week, I saw all over the internet. That it was AEW's fault and blah, blah, blah. Angry blah, that, yeah. that Tony Khan wouldn't put aside his things and and let... In fact, you know, there, there's like the interview with Road Dog, and Road right. Dog said, "Yeah, I was texting back and forth with Billy, and he said he was going to do it, and then at the last minute, he just said he wasn't going to." I don't know what happened. Really, Road Dog, you don't know what happened. You know what happened. You just <laughs> didn't want to admit that it was your guys that stopped him. That's it, right? And I, I'm fine with WWE saying, no, we don't want to. Um, but just come out and own it, right? That's it. Uh, but on that news, we've gone two and a half hours. Um, I think I think that's a, a good, solid podcast there. Nope. Um, so not too shabby. Not too shabby. Got some decent cards. A little bit chaotic. It was very chaotic. A little that's, bit very chaotic. That's that's uh that's par for the course on this. But I got my uh Chris Statlander opened. And oh, I, I certainly heard all those boxes being opened while yep. you were talking. I got my Ooh, the Lex Express Lex, Lex Luger open. Showing off the muscles. I got my Trenty Locks opened. Finishing up the best friends. Mm -hmm. and I got my sting. Oh, it's sting! It's sting! It's sting! Um, so yeah, I'll probably, you know, set up the best friends as a whole group over here somewhere. Well, I don't want no best friends. Anyways, but so on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the book on the wrestling booking unit. Um, is it any surprise that, um... My brother thinks I should be on Ritalin. Nope, no surprise. Huh? I think what? Spot on. Yeah, my <laughs> my brother, who's in med school, 
uh, says, I should be on Ritalin. And I say, I'm sorry, were you talking? <laughs> hey. Well, uh, you guys can follow me, of course, at twitch.tv slash JLBTLC25. Um, and Real Talk Radio is still the brand. I do have my uh, Black Adam review up currently only on facebook for some odd reason but uh that will be up on all platforms as well um along with the barney documentary that i watched from uh i believe it was peacock uh i will be reviewing that as well hey, watch your language it's Cock. it's a name of a company it's a name of a company peacock uh so it works yeah. and uh, links are down below in the doobly-doos uh, for everything else, uh, I do a little bit of everything. So if you're interested in movies, music, games, all that, links are down below in the doobly-doos. But you can also follow me at twitch.tv slash jlbtlc25 because why not? We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Back to you guys. It's my turn. <laughs> yes. Uh, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the, the live stream. Um, if you're a, uh, Amazon prime member, you can subscribe for free, right? For free? Uh, uh, for free. free. Great way to help us out there. Throw us a few bucks that way. Otherwise you can shop our merch store where you can get Pissant podcast merch or t-shirts to sign oh, or all on, sorts of on. stuff. Oh, oh he's oh, got yeah. his J- job. has got to go get his toque. Um, I also want to point out, I, I meant to point this out earlier. This is my pro wrestling crate uh, shirt, right? Capital Combat. Pro wrestling crate is the best. And look at me, look at me, look at me. Look, you can yeah, also there. get this lovely little toque as mm-hmm. well. You know, it is wintertime, folks, and uh, I'm sure uh, in Nebraska no, it gets pretty chilly, too. Yeah. It was 87 degrees today, you know. Yeah, it was pretty hot today, too, though. It was 17. But nothing like being overprepared and getting yourself a WBU toque. It is warm. It is in different colors. I prefer yellow. Um, But you can certainly get that at our our, uh, stream Stream elements shop on Raw and Order WBU. Yep, 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 yep. So, yeah, link is in the doobly-doos and on the the profile page and all of that stuff for that. Um, If you're listening to this on the podcast, it's going to be in the doobly-doos in the audio format. Uh, It's also going to be up on YouTube eventually, Um, so you can do it there. But, again, the way you watch it live um, and get it first is on twitch.tv slash raw and order WBU, where you can follow us for free and subscribe for free if you're a... Amazon Prime member. Uh, you can follow me on almost all the social medias at Raw and Order WBU, like it says right there. Right. Um, and except on Facebook, where it's at Piss Hand Podcast, because reasons. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. Hey, well done. On Twitter. Look at you go. That's on it. On Twitter. That's it. Uh, but on that note, we are going to go ahead and close the book on the Wrestling Booking Unit. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Bye.